0: Ah oh, Mamma Mia, welcome to Predator vs. Movies. I'm Alex. I am Peter. And I'm Aiden, yeah, I'm Italian.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is a move of a, a movie podcast where we discuss uh, and review the latest movie releases. We'll start off with a non-spoiler review before diving into a deep discussion of the film, and then we'll ask the most important question. Would this movie be better if the <laughs> alien from Predator was in it? This week, we're going to be reviewing Pinocchio, and I hate accents. This is terrible. That was you know, uh, you know. with no special guests. Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. But first, we're going to get into some news. So, uh, Avatar sure. had its first uh, screening for the press this weekend in London, I think I heard. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's it's gotten some pretty positive yeah. reactions.
2: I've, I've seen it's allegedly
0: life-changing,
2: which I think I just can't, <laughs> I just, I can't imagine that. <laughs> but hey.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I've definitely heard that, like, I think a lot of people say, like, the visuals are stunning, the visuals are stunning. And they're like, the visuals are so stunning that I was looking at a fish and then I got distracted looking yeah. at the fish, <laughs> right? Oh and, my god. I mean, if that's what you want out of a movie that's know, pretty sick off. though i think that's that is cool yeah there's something to be said about like creating a fully digital world like sure whatever that's yeah. f- fine i guess but um you know here and there i've heard people say like yeah the story wasn't quite as there you know or character driven and yeah. maybe even worse than the first one really. is what one person said and i was like the story oh, no. <laughs> of the first one is goofy as fuck so yeah that does, that so... does not I and i get the sense like we just rewatched the original not too long ago like i i, I watching that i was like this is very goofy and like cartoony and caricature characters i yeah. feel like that's not going to be the case on this one so i think there's some improvement there just from what i've seen in the trailers it is
2: a different a very different era of filmmaking like if you think about yeah. what a blockbuster was in the 2000s like it, it was, was so much more caricature and like campy yeah and-
0: it was peak yeah. transformers era yeah, right yeah. And, and it felt like that and avengers like all those movies felt very similar and teal
2: yeah right yeah yeah color correction yeah yeah, like yeah. this the, teal, yeah. Yeah, the, the sky that like looks sickening yeah
0: yeah so <laughs> i'm i'm skeptical still i have the sense that do you remember the reactions for black panther and how for weeks on end we were like getting, you know, oh, it's so great, like, oh, I cried, and, like, it's so good. And we were like, is it, though? And then, you know, we see it, and we're like, yeah, the first reactions are always a little overhyped. So I feel like that could be the case here. I think this is going to be a case of me
2: liking this about as much as I like the first one.
0: That's fair.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: we are going to find out next week, though. Uh, anyways, we're going to move over to the Marvel corner. The
2: Marvel corner
0: thanks um so multiverse of madness uh the doctor strange sequel won best movie of 2022 at the people's choice awards somehow
2: who who puts on the people's (laughs) choice awards who is the 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 facilitators oh
0: yeah for the people by the people i don't
2: know
3: i wonder what movies are nominated (laughs) for that in the first place
0: I think like, it won uh, over Top Gun Maverick and The Batman. that's so it's vastly superior movies. That is crazy. That's yeah, crazy. it's, it's yeah. heavily capped. I, yeah. I, it's like dude, even the people. Dude, dude, dude. hear uh, me out, hear me out.
3: Kevin Feige, all he did was just like,
0: hey, hey, there's some hey, cash. Hey, <laughs> look at this slides. $20 bill yeah and I say I this to someone like, who
2: liked that movie I legitimately
0: liked it it's That's
2: not a, that is the greatest. fucking insane <laughs> yeah
0: for people who like comic book movies like even them I would not <laughs> imagine them voting for this movie yeah <laughs> of all the things that came out this year like the Batman no yeah. your favorite Black Adam no
3: dude you know what what is is funny, Batman, though? Though, like, yeah. like, like I feel like it's even surprising to the filmmakers themselves you know like for people actually involved in the movie, I don't think they think it's shark.
2: that yeah. Sam Raimi's just like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I would take <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> actually, that's a good point. Like, other than the Batman, which obviously is much better than that, like it's the best directed blockbuster superhero movie.
3: I mean, not a lot came
2: out this year. I think Black Panther is oh right, yeah. no, right. about like, black panther
3: yeah i, I actually
2: i agree that i actually quite like the directing in doctor strange too but it's also i i think you would say i think black Panther's better
0: black panther might be better actually. as a whole pack i did for forget sure. yeah um there's so many superhero movies this year i'm um, like even ones i saw weeks ago are gone out of my mind uh, oh mobius
3: came out this year right <laughs> than, <laughs> that's true
0: uh, <laughs> that should have went um Apparently, according to insiders, uh, this is also in the Marvel Corner. um, Kevin Feige and like the creative whatever are reevaluating phases five and six, uh, the slates of those phases to focus on quality over quantity. I'm glad they were about time. Yeah. 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 Just basically after all the negative feedback from That was a
2: real, they really had to do some science to get to that conclusion there. That was a hard one. (laughs) (laughs) Quality might be better than quantity. Just
3: well, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's it might be tough for them because like they're sort of they have like a movie pipeline set up. So like if you move one project, it impacts everything down the line. Yeah. So changes obviously would take time to reflect. So I'm just yeah. glad they're having a conversation now. I don't know how soon. Like, would this impact Ant Man? Probably not. But like, you know. But movies down oh, the line gonna... this
0: will be for things in development yeah you know so like that's filmed and you know in distribution now like and there's
2: some there's something else coming out oh is it, it guardians 3 that's coming out yeah. next year right away. Yeah. The it's the actually really team. close to each
0: other guardians and yeah. Man. it's like all, it's all in february. the first like february and may yeah they're in, they're in separate like the quarters first... but yeah um yeah so like i obviously it's a great move um and I think we we don't know phase six slate, but we do know for phase five, if I recall correctly, I don't remember what it is. But
3: was phase five the Avengers phase, the
0: uh, Kane dynasty, and no, both of them are in phase six. Okay, so I think I think a lot of it is just going to be pushing things and giving things room to breathe, and I think Mm. that's the right move. Even though I know, like, what Kevin probably wants is you know get these characters and these actors. To play around in the sandbox while you still have them before they retire or, or whatever so yeah i i get the want to like rush but it's just not working
3: well there's also the crazy disney content strategy where it's like you know every month or like every week you're going to get something out of marvel something. disney uh lucasfilm whatever you know as a show a movie
0: or whatever so is that too yeah it just but it doesn't work because then you just get shit you know like if you if you treat it like a pipeline yeah it's not not...
3: like you can't set like a deadline you know for these things absolutely
0: anyways um well marvel is kind of like figuring out their thing dc is also similarly figuring out what's going on over there so wild yeah (laughs) they sure are (laughs) so this is this is a report from onions like someone who does this kind of newsy breaking scoops stuff. So several uh, updates on the state of like the Snyderverse or like the DCEU and how it's being carried over under James Gunn. So a sequel to Black Adam is unlikely. uh, And also we heard from The Rock that it barely broke even and he was like yeah we barely broke even yeah, yeah. i love how
3: he compared it with captain america and i'm yeah, just like dude like come the fuck on what man. What you can't be say? petty like that he compared it with captain america the first avenger
0: yeah He was oh, like yeah. the, the the uh the box office of that one was only this high and ours is like this high yeah. so like we're not so different but it's also like dude that was like that was at the beginning years ago yeah. yeah like that was a long time ago that's not a good benchmark like
3: would i wonder if that was a genuine tweet from
0: him or was that just like the hr doing shit you know no no there's no filter like that's very clearly <laughs> the him. rock okay yeah. Yeah. um and yeah just like the his whole like the the power of hierarchy and yeah. he like he wants to like have all this control like i feel like it's just never gonna work with yeah. James Gunn. Like they're it's two leaders butting heads and James Gunn has seniority. So I just yeah. I James Gunn is the
2: actual leader in the situation. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> I just feel like those two personalities aren't gonna work together. Um so I see I see him getting, you know, act pretty quick. Good.
2: I don't like The Rock to be honest with you. I don't know if Neither that's a I. hot take, but I just I don't like him.
0: He's not like a good actor. He's for a particular type of person, and he makes a particular type of movie, and they're not usually very good. But. Yeah. And it's always Anyways, in the jungle. It's frequently in the jungle. Yeah. Actually, it's weird The Black Adam wasn't. Um, <laughs> more news. Uh, the Wonder Woman 3 script was scrapped by, I think, the people before James Gunn, actually. So Patty Jenkins had been working on a script, and she showed it to them and they were confused by the direction and apparently she, she sent back an email with a link to a wikipedia article for the definition of character arc yeah, that's which i fire. think is fucking hilarious yeah. <laughs> like, regardless of my thoughts on the script itself like that's so funny and so yeah. baller I, I, you gotta respect that yeah that's sick anyways uh someone did leak what may or may not have been what it was about and apparently diana was going it, so first of all i think it was supposed to be set in the modern day and diana was going to put steve trevor uh chris Pine, in the lazarus pit which some people may be familiar yeah. Bro,
3: uh, with he's coming back again again yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. over, it's like
1: a hundred years ago
3: <laughs> yeah
0: it would be literally a hundred yeah. years yeah. yeah so puts him in the lazarus pit which brings people back to life and the league of assassins who's in charge of the lazarus pit like it's their it's their pit. Um, they they use him against the and they launch a war on the and then apparently like in a post credit tease or whatever she was gonna she was gonna, she was gonna drop off Steve Trevor with the Suicide Squad. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> what absurd! <laughs> so like I have a lot of questions. She uh, probably just
2: <laughs> like she probably just likes Chris Pine and like I agree I like Chris Pine too to be honest with you but why like dude let dude, the man go man let him make his star trek movie come even on in, even in the second wonder the way he has implemented that movie is fucking insane like i don't know if you've yeah. seen that it's I, so I weird it.
3: manifested
0: him bro it was a dream or like a really? wish
2: no, what it is is like she wishes him back, and instead yeah. of him just like appearing, he possesses another man's yeah. body. <laughs> like, and then like they like they have sex while they're in the other guy's body, oh, and yeah. it's like it's so weird, man. Like, and it's like why not just make him? Like, why did you do that? Like, just make him appear. It was like imagine imaginary <laughs> rock.
0: <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> it, it was... could have been anything. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just, I don't understand, like, if the sequel was about letting go of Steve Trevor, why are you still not letting go of Steve Trevor by the third one? Like, I thought we did this already, you know?
3: Dude, we did this in the first movie! (laughs)
0: Like, was Spine, like, that good? Like... Why is she still so. <laughs> yeah, she also she so knew this guy
2: for like a week. Like. Dude,
0: <laughs> Dude
3: <laughs> Pat Jenkins is so stunned by his performance in Don't Worry, Darling. And she's like, he has to come back.
0: Oh, he is yeah.
2: legitimately very good in that movie. So. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but can you imagine zombie Chris Pine in <laughs> no, the suicide spot? Like, what would that even. That's not even a character. What would, what would what James Gunn do with that? He's going to
2: fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> and <he Yeah>. would, <laughs> well I, I guess but like he's he he would,
0: the lazarus pit makes you like super strong and like okay. fucked up so
3: wait i don't wasn't, know would they fight him
0: like uh, would he be a, a named hero i don't know
3: wasn't lazarus pit related to rachel grew I yeah. yeah yeah okay and Shadows, he, he's
0: right? he's the league of assassins oh assassins. oh That's he's part name. of that okay yeah And um i feel like when jason todd comes back was that no, I don't know if that's true. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, more more DC yeah. news. Um, Man of Steel might not actually be getting a sequel. Yeah. Uh, now, this one I'm not certain about because that one seems more likely, I think, of the other ones. Um, but if that's the case, that would be so funny that Henry Cavill <laughs> left The Witcher yeah. to get nothing. <laughs> that's a really... that's that fucking sucks. Yeah. That's unfortunate.
2: Yeah, I don't really care either way if there's a Man of Steel too. Like... Yeah, Super, I don't really, yeah. I don't care.
0: Superman's not a very interesting character for me personally either, and I don't like the Man of Steel aesthetic well, either. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: they would have to change the
0: aesthetic because I really don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's not Zack Snyder anymore, I, I don't do you know think that that
2: anymore. one that one Superman cartoon where everything's kind of like pastel colors and it's that would be cool. I don't know if you know what I am talking about, but there's one cartoon that I think would be a cool aesthetic cartoon. to base it off. of.
0: No, I don't think I know. But yeah, like just like make it brighter. Like Yeah. Superman's an an optimistic character. I don't know why it made sense to make him pessimistic. Um, Dude, like so-
3: I think it's just they literally picked Zack Snyder for the raw movies. If you did like an Injustice yeah. movie series, that would be cool, you know. That'd be cool. Like actually super
0: like, you know, sure berserk. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder in general, so like put him in a Corner, give him whatever money he wants, and he can make what he wants. But I, I wouldn't want him near my IP. No, I think anything.
3: I think he has interesting takes on characters. It's just they don't align with like their... the public, you know, the public opinion yeah. on some of the characters.
2: People don't yeah. like it when their characters kill innocent people all the time. That <laughs> yeah. is a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of sequels, uh, Aquaman two might be the end of what's the name? Tim Curry's reign. No, not Tim Curry. What's it? Jason Arthur, Momoa? Arthur Curry, Jason oh. Momoa, <laughs> yeah. whatever. No, I'm, the name of Aquaman. I that's think it is Arthur, Arthur Curry. Curry. Tim Curry. That's a, that's, actor, it.
2: that's Pennywise.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, um, that's interesting, but you know, people have been saying he might be Lobo and I think that's yeah. just better casting anyways. So sure. um, there was supposed to be a Michael Keaton Batman movie and it was supposed to be Batman beyond yeah. with, michelle pfeiffer returning that's a shame that it's not gonna happen i think yeah, that's like the most interesting thing that's getting taught. um and then yeah the last bit of news is that james gunn spoke out on twitter and just said like yeah some of this is true some of this is like not true some of this is like maybe true we'll find out yeah so it's hard to say like which of those things but i think it's i think it's pretty obvious which of those things will and will not happen just based on what we what we do know yeah specifically black adam <laughs> no
1: there's no
0: way like, uh, it's
3: like the
2: movie didn't even make money it's man. not like, a it's narrative not, or
0: financial yeah, a like, good decision you know what I mean? yeah. uh, last bit of news hbo max and discovery plus are merging those those streaming services are getting merged and it's uh it's going to be called max oh, which I got is, buddy with that name it's yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I know Max. Um, just sounds like a like a porn. Website. Bro,
3: stop it!
0: And like also, how how do you look that up? Because that's, like <laughs> yeah. three different things already. Before that, yeah. you know, like minimum, maximum, the name Max.
2: Yeah, yeah. The definition of the word maximum. else, you know. Like
0: it's not like yeah. a good name. Yeah, it's just stupid. And also. <laughs> It's like like it's the part of the title that's has nothing to do with the <laughs> brand. With either company, <laughs> yeah. Like it's not the HBO and it's not the Discovery. It's the Plus part. Like yeah. imagine making a streaming service called Plus. Yeah, that'd be so dumb. And it's but it's Max. What if it was Max Plus? Like Max <laughs> Plus easier to look up. At least it's so dumb. Anyways, uh, we watched a movie. Sure did. It's uh, the third Pinocchio of this movie this year uh it's directed by guillermo del toro and mark gustafson uh screenplay is by del toro and patrick McHale. uh stories by del toro and matthew robbins it stars ewan mcgregor uh, david bradley gregory mann ron perlman finn wolfhard christoph waltz tilda swinton and bern gorman Uh, the dp was frank passingham uh, the runtime was uh, a nice hour and fifty-five minutes. Budget is thirty-five million dollars. Um, one kind of fun tidbit is that it was announced in two thousand really? and eight. Really, has been in development hell and only just got released.
3: Well, I'm just glad on. he did. Well, good for GDT, yeah.
0: though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, who did uh, Who did Christoph Waltz play? I did not recognize, recognize the voice. The Fox
0: guy. The Fox guy
2: the count right oh
0: sorry sorry yeah he's not a fox in this one um the carnival car, carney yeah.
2: no way that was him
0: yeah. i didn't you know i him? didn't know either i had to look that up yeah mm. uh anyways we have a, a segment and it has a name a name that i regret um it's called it's called predacritic oh my Wait, how, many, how, many, how many votes were on it how
2: many votes were on the poll
0: um two out of three votes were for okay. one of those was me very good. That's good. I was I was a big fan of what is uh mediter versus <laughs> critic? I don't know. That <laughs> that's to, great. To uh, keep the process of democracy safe. I did not vote yeah. uh, as the creator of the poll. Anyways, so it's called Predacritic, and this is uh so there's a website on the internet called Metacritic, and they have a, a score that's like an average of critics' reviews of a movie, and it's averaged out of a hundred. If it's uh, 60 or above, it's green. If it's 80 or above, it's labeled must-see. If it's uh, in the 50s, it gets yellow. And if it's in the 40s or below, it's red. So we are going to guess where Pinocchio lands in that ranking system. Um, I so I have we, to
2: admit something really quick. I was looking up this movie for general information no.
1: yesterday. And I, Cheater. And,
2: I, and I saw this. I'm not cheating. I saw the score. I know what the score is, so I cannot compete.
0: Okay. So, Wait, you, so we, are you
2: automatically doing the summary then?
0: <laughs> no, that's a good question. Actually, hard to Ooh, say. Uh, so, you can judge then, and Peter sure. and I will figure it out. So, I'll okay, let what? I'll let Peter go first because I, I yeah I feel like I have a good idea.
3: Then shouldn't you go first?
0: No, if I have a good idea, I want the I want to give you a chance. All right. Eighty. I'm gonna go with 81. <laughs> Alex is our winner. It is 82. <laughs> <laughs> it was very easy. I was yeah. like, uh, at first, I was gonna pick something higher, but I was like, I'll play the game. I'll, I'll do this. Um, I think that's accurate. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's a good score. It's it is like very well done. Oh yeah. Um, but also like I don't think it's, I think it's a low 80s movie for, for Metacritic. I I wouldn't. it any higher than that really. Sure. Um anyway, so we we're gonna get into our non-spoiler reaction. So as the winner I get to decide who goes first. And I would like to hear from uh let's hear from Peter.
1: Cool.
0: Okay. I watched this movie very recently. I watched this movie
3: literally (laughs) minutes before the podcast started. (laughs) Um so okay big disclaimer. Uh I did read the original book, but I did read it when I was very little. So um I don't remember like all the plots, so this is not like a review based on how authentic this is to the original tale, or like what are the elements that did change, etc. This is just purely review on the movie itself. Just just yeah, I don't think anyone
0: was expecting you to have read the (laughs) book. Is that faithful adaptation of the original
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pinocchio?
3: Yeah. (laughs) So I've always been a fan of this sort of like the stop motion type of like uh, animation type of thing when Wes Anderson did his Fantastic Mr. Fox, I really loved it and uh, this one it's the same thing. So art style is a 10 out of 10 for me and we've like we know like how much work goes into, you know, putting a stop motion picture together. So just like that adds like an additional layer of appreciation for me personally. And then I think the story could use a little more time. Like, the runtime is fairly short. Like, just cutting right under two hours. I, can, uh, I think it can use a little more time. But, uh, like, the story itself is very, very well well done. Um, and Ewan McGregor, like, literally, I left a review on Letterboxd after I watched it. And, like, my review was literally, Ewan, you're beautiful son of a bitch. <laughs> he is so good in this movie. Holy shit. Like, he just, like, did everything. He can do funny. He can sing. Uh, he can like you know do like these gut wrenching like you know emotional moments he did it all this movie and he was fantastic loved him um also the guy that was the the father in this movie the papa he was the um father just <laughs> yeah, he he was the uh, he was the i forgot his name but like he was like the Filch dorm from harry potter yes yes yeah. and like and like, a, a, like I locked down to the voice right away, and like the to to see him in a more like caring role it's, like, like it's a nice change. It's like uh seeing J.K. Simmons, which is like you know doing like more hardcore, like loud, angry, mad characters, being like a caring dad in uh, in in Juno. I don't know if you have seen that movie. I um, haven't yet. Yeah. Um. So so it's like it's like a nice change of pace, and also like he was very good as well, and um. Since, like, we watched the Mario trailer recently, you know, voice acting, 10 out of 10. Like, all the characters match their voice very well. So, for me, i say 4 out of 5, recommend it to everybody. Check it out. It's, it's good.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it, it, it's pretty safe to say that Ewan McGregor could be considered the MVP of this movie. I think Absolutely. That's, yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, what did you think about Pinocchio?
2: uh yeah i have a pretty similar reaction so i i really i loved the art style i loved the animation there were so many times where when i was writing notes for this movie i just wrote like whoa that's pretty <laughs> or it was just like or i just noticed like a thing in the character design and i was like oh that's that's such a nice little detail um i too liked the voice acting a lot i thought it was across the board very solid i actually found that um i thought the geppetto voice actor uh, david bradley's his name right um i i i I thought he was great i I thought he did a really really good job um i thought it actually it i think it was like dealing with quite a few different themes that i think it despite being a children's story and i i do see this as a movie for kids i think like in a lot of ways it's trying to be that um not that that subtracts from it I think it actually tackles a lot and does it in a way that's like fairly subtle while still giving you like a, a grasp of it. And I think it actually, it makes everything kind of come together under like a single theme at the end. And I really like that. Um, there are some story beats that I was like, I don't know. I, I just wasn't sold on, but um, altogether, I, I really, really liked this movie. Um, There's just something like, something that's like preventing me from from liking it like too much um i'm gonna give it four stars as well and i would also recommend this to just but anyone i think that this is a fun movie and i think that yeah i think most people would like this
3: cool yeah. yeah alex if i can just add like one little thing i don't think like even though like pinocchio is considered like a children's fairy tale this is not just aim for kids. I feel like this is across. Yeah, I, I for think everybody. this is.
2: I think this is catering for kids. Sometimes I think there are clear moments in the. Story oh yeah, absolutely. Where it's yeah. like, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't write it that way if this wasn't, if you weren't trying to at least catch kids within the net, and you weren't specifically trying to do that.
0: I think. I think this is. <clears throat> I think this is a kids movie that doesn't like talk down to kids like i, I think it's i think it respects them as intelligent and kind of like like is not afraid to address adult themes in a kid's movie absolutely yes yeah, that's what I i'm referring to i agree 100 but like for sure it's it's for kids it's designed yep. for kids so yeah like like me watching it i was like yeah this is a kid's movie and i'm only gonna get so much enjoyment out of that sure you know um it's actually it's funny because like even though this movie's fairly different from the disney original from 1940 Mm -hmm. which for the record i barely remember but i i'm sure i've seen before um like that one is also like surprisingly dark at times like the donkey island that doesn't appear in this one i haven't seen it no i haven't seen it (laughs) fair enough okay um but yeah so uh for, for the rest of my thoughts um I think, yeah, the production design and, like, just the look of the stop-motion animation is fantastic. It looks great. I think the direction is very strong. Uh, I mean, it's Guillermo del Toro, who's, you know, very prolific at this point. And, yeah, like, um, I don't know, the, the voice acting was very good. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the songs, if I'm being honest. I was going um, to actually. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think story-wise, like, like okay here's my problem with Pinocchio it's just I I get it like I get Pinocchio and I don't know that I needed this movie to exist which is like you know it's a it's not the some people take offense to that and like they don't like it when people say that but like it's it's as as many creative liberties as it does take it's not quite enough for me to be like I'm still watching it thinking like, okay, yeah, but it's Pinocchio. Like, I get it. I've seen Pinocchio before. Mm. I know Pinocchio. This doesn't reinvent the wheel or anything. It's still just Pinocchio. <laughs> um, and it's, Pinocchio is like like a moralistic fable. And it's just not that interesting to me. So I think there was, there's only, it, it, this movie could only go so far in my esteem just because sure. It's a it's a story that I don't find particularly interesting. And yeah, like it's it's just it's a thing I've seen before and it's not that different, even though it does find ways to be different. I
2: guess my view is well, I haven't seen anything Pinocchio related. I obviously am familiar with the story a little bit, but I think like beyond he lies and gets big nose and by the end he becomes a real boy. I think that's like all I knew. Look like okay, about that's... Pinocchio
0: going into this. So we've got Pinocchio, noob, and yeah. Pinocchio, master, with Peter, who's read the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then somewhere in the middle is me, who remembers, like, I remember Monstro, the the whale from the original, and the the donkeys, and the island, and the um, there's, like, the fox, who's an actual fox, and his sidekick, who is a cat, in the Disney one, and in the book, instead of a monkey. And then, yeah, so, like, I'm, like, familiar enough, so I'm somewhere in the middle. But yeah, um so yeah, I think I think a four out of five is like a fair um yeah, a fair ranking for me. Just like four for skill, like it's just a, a well put together movie and it's just losing that star for enjoyment for me. Like it was sure. it was like a yeah, okay, sure. Like that's that was my reaction mostly. Yeah, like I thought good, it was like
2: a but... sweet little movie and I'm not yeah. gonna like i'm not gonna carry this with me everywhere i go but like there's so much to respect and to like about it like i i at the same time don't have that many critiques of it but it's you know what i mean Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i someone i don't know where i heard this but someone evaluates movies based on like and uh, you know not every movie is ever gonna do this but like the best movies are movies where when you leave the theater or when you finish watching it like are you a different person have you changed for having seen this movie and for this, that's what I'm saying about Pinocchio. It's like no, I've seen Pinocchio before, and he, I don't think even the original would have changed my outlook on life, right? Sure. Like a, <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna forget about this movie very quickly. Um, but you know, if if people want to check this out, I'd say you know go for it. I don't I don't know if I would be like you have to go see this because like like I said like I did not find it that interesting if you have kids like yeah go sh- go show your kids i think that's great for them but anyways uh we have to do a little synopsis sure, um man. i'm actually going to let peter take this one as nice. the technical loser Redemption. only because Aiden and I are always doing it. So All let's right. get a little uh, differentiation.
2: Yeah, and okay, Peter can also, this could be your redemption. Uh, Dude, the two minutes. After. Oh, no. <laughs> People never heard Peter's original attempt at summarizing Black Panther, did they? Well, it's, ten it's, minutes. It's in, the bo- it's in the
0: bonus content. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a ten yeah. minutes or five minutes.
2: Yeah. It was like ten. It was ten. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you don't need to go over every specific. It's project. a short movie. <laughs> we, I just, got we just we just need, it. but a lot of things happen, and we don't yeah. need to know
3: all of them. So I'll try speed. to get it under one minute. Ooh, go for don't it! Don't <laughs> go for it! Don't. Do you have a timer? you can, you can time me. Just I'll let me know when. Okay,
0: yeah. so it's a two minute. It's a two minute synopsis for those who have not seen the film. Okay. This is your official spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Peter, what happens in this movie? Three, two, one, go.
3: So we, we meet the father and the son. And then the father is like a toy maker sculptor type of thing. The son's a little, lovely little, little kid. So one day they went to the church where he's like building like a Jesus sculpture for them. And then the kid sort of like lost his pine cone that he's treasured. <laughs> um, so he went back in the church, but somehow, you know, planes went by. They were dropping bombs. The kid got killed. Father when, was very. When are we? This is when? before, before. Like this is like a flashback, basically. When World history, though. Yeah, it's World it, War One. It's World War One. Okay, yeah. actually yeah. um, it,
2: it is. Yeah.
3: Okay, it's World War One. Uh, and then the father went back, very sad, drunk. You know, like um, keeps keeps drinking. And then one night, basically, forest spirit came to him. He made like this little sculpture of the boy. Forest spirit came to him. It's like okay, bless this sculpture. And then this little boy, little puppet, came to life. And then so eventually, they're sort of like. The boy loves him, but he is, like, in shock. He doesn't really love him back. Um, so then the boy sort of, like, oh, like, he doesn't love me. So he goes off with the circus. Uh, and then turns out the circuit master is, like, you know, like, sort of cheating him out of money, you know, pre- being abusive. So he ruined his big show to this, like, fa- uh, Nazi party. like, M- like Mussolini. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. He has a name. Sorry. Um, so, so he got... He got fired. Uh, he started chasing him across the continent. He eventually got cap. Uh, he, he died and got captured by like uh, this uh, fascist general type of figure. So he sent him to a training camp because he can't die um, to train with a bunch of guys. And then he got kicked out of the training camp because, you know, there, there were bombing runs. Uh, and then he eventually ended up in the stomach of a monster, not a whale this time. But like his dad is also there, so they reunite and then they figure out a way to escape. He died in the process, um, Pinocchio. but Pinocchio died in the process, saving his father. But he came back to life to save him again. And then he became a boy because, you know, he's not immortal anymore. That's two minutes. That was, that, was tough, that was tough, man. That was, that was tougher than I thought. Yeah, because the movie is um, short and also.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think you missed anything of great importance. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a bunch guess, of, like, side shit that I can't Yeah, think.
2: I guess at the very end, it is like, we see that, like, they all go back to live in oh, the house. Oh, right, yeah. And, and then, then also,
3: we see, in this one, he yeah. doesn't become, like, a boy. He remains, like, a wooden thing. Yeah. yeah, and then
2: we also see that, like, everyone slowly dies over time, even though Pinocchio lives yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and then Pinocchio, like, it ends with Pinocchio, like, going yeah. out to see the world and yeah. take the world on,
1: yeah.
0: And there's a monkey, and, and there's a monkey. the the carnival man is by the
2: way, monkey, and, and the there's a little cricket that's you, McGregor. I, I thought
3: McGregor. for the longest time, Kate Blanchett is voicing like the spirit and the death spirit thing, no, but turns weird. out she's the she's monkey. the monkey. Yeah. And I'm that's just so like, funny. what the <laughs> fuck? Like you cast this <laughs> famous actress, and you have her do the monkey? Come on
0: i i had no idea and i looked it up after and i was like yeah. wait what has she, has she been <laughs> in guillermo del toro
2: movies before because that might explain it. Like, sure if they're friends thing. and like and he was like come on be a be my monkey <laughs>
0: guillermo, oh no. like she has to oh nightmare alley okay right like literally the yes. last one yeah Okay, so now we're going to get into our full discussion of the movie. So first off, let's talk about the direction and cinematography. Um, good, the, good stuff. I, it is <laughs> Excellent. Good stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I very quickly I noticed like all the camera movements, and oh, there's yeah. it, there's so much, and it's but it's used like well, I think, and, yeah. and purposefully. Whereas you know I've I, I think back to um, All Quiet on the Western Front from this year, just camera movement. All the time, but without purpose. Hmm. This was very purposeful, and I really, I really liked it. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I thought there was a really good variety of shots. There's one shot, and I think it's like the establisher for Mussolini, um, like when he's pulling up in his car. There's oh, one shot. a really long shot yeah. that looks like if it was live action, it was like if they rigged it to the car, and it was just steady. It's like looking down on the car as the car's zipping along, and it's a really cool shot. And then like the really long stretch of the car as well like there's a good there's a good mix of shots in here and i think like it's also just a very very pretty style yeah all
3: the colors are always so nice absolutely and also like uh there's like the things that you sort of you feel that when you're watching but like when you really analyze it you're like okay that makes sense like if you compare like his two toy making sequences like one first is like Mm-hmm. sort of like at night when he's with Carlos and like you know like the warm glow of the fire so everything's like this sort of warm fuzzy lovely sort of setting and he has he's having a lovely conversation with Carlos and the other one is when he's drunk the, the there's wind thunder lightning on the outside and so sort of like he's carving Pinocchio and there's this sort of real eerie, like almost like a horror movie like scary sort of feeling into it yeah and I like like- these two contrasts is just
2: very powerful I really loved how they like you I mean bring up that scene like it was great how they like they played like creation as like this kind of potentially horrific thing right absolutely that, I, I thought that that was like that was one of the themes that I felt throughout was like the idea of creation and I thought like I, I thought it was really interesting mm. yeah
0: yeah it's funny I was actually going to talk about that scene too like I I, I really liked the it was the directorial style and like the <clears throat> the tone he went with which was like yeah like it was almost like a horror movie. And I yeah. think that it definitely fits, like, Guillermo del Toro's vibe, which mm-hmm. is kind of, like, creepy and eerie and borderline horror without being actually, like, super scary. Like, usually yeah. it's, like, child-friendly child, child friendly horror, I'd say. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, it, there's definitely moments where that bleeds through. I um, also liked, in a similar vein, the first time we see Pinocchio, and he's like the creepiest motherfucker you've ever seen. Yeah, he's been like, <laughs> twisty. And then, yeah. yeah, I <laughs> love like, the way Mo- Pinocchio moves. I I thought that was great. It's like, yeah. um, is it The Exorcist? I'm trying to think like what that reminds me the of. The head spinning. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he does that at least once in this movie. And and
3: I mean, honestly, like it oh, makes fucks. sense, right? Like he's just came to life, and like he's jo- he's still getting used to his new body. So like you know,
0: yeah. It's- <laughs> it was great yeah, yeah. Uh, i also like like i have no idea how to do stop motion and how you do camera movements so smooth yeah like that's that's crazy that's i'm, I'm very impressed by that art form and to make the um, lighting
2: look as good as it does on like i don't, I don't know i guess clay like whatever yeah. plasticine yeah. whatever it is like i think
3: and yeah. it just it also looks like every single movement looks so smooth right like because mm-hmm. it's all yeah. like manipulated. Yeah. i actually well, to me very- like very there strange. were
0: a couple of movements where I was like, "Yeah, this is obviously clean." rigid, yeah. Yeah, I'm but saying, I liked it. Like, I didn't. I right. never had a
2: problem with. It. I, I, same, yeah. I thought,
0: like,
2: I just think, like, that's part of the medium to me. Yeah, and I, I really yeah. enjoyed those moments actually.
0: I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, but I, I would just say, like, to say that everything was fluid, I would disagree. But like, I wrote down that like when there was those balloons after mm-hmm. the carnival leaves. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. There's sort pedo. of like this pause and and the blue balloon and just watching the balloon float around i was like how the fuck did they do that like it it floats just like a balloon and like bounces off of things just like a balloon it's very impressive um the cast as we've mentioned is stellar i mean like it's an all-star cast um i i really liked ewan mcgregor in this um there's also some like very interesting, um, like cameos. So we said Kate Blanchett was the monkey. Yeah, whether or not you may have realized that. Um, Tim Blake Nelson is the the yeah. dead rabbits. Um, Wait,
3: wasn't he the Batman or something at some point? Tim Blake? No. He was in the Watchmen show. Oh, he was the glass guy. Yes, yeah. no, the mirror guy. Mirror guy. Mirror guy.
0: Yes. Um, he who else? Oh, um. Tuturo tr- tr- John John Turturro John yeah, he was, in, yeah. He, was, he was he was a doctor I think then. yeah he yeah he was um, I think the one thing that I really want to talk about is the mix of accents in this movie yeah <laughs> one of those movies where they're like yeah fuck it do whatever you do yeah you know? well it's
2: in Europe so if they're British that's in Europe that like England is in Europe so like it makes sense <laughs> if they're British.
0: I don't understand why they didn't do Italian accents. Some of the characters are Italian, it's so weird. yeah Yeah. but the kid is very british yeah and that's what took me out of it was like this is the most british child (laughs) and everyone else is kind of like a little british (laughs) and very few are italian and like have the the actual italian accent dude but i love
3: pinocchio's voice though like it's it's just one of the voices that really fit the character you know what i mean i liked it a lot
0: too yeah it was good yeah
2: Yeah. um Um, just before i don't know if we if we've completely moved on from stop motion slash design there's one other thing that i just wanted to bring Up within that, the the character design of the spirits I thought was so cool. Like the spirit of the the eyes along, especially the spirit of death. The eyes along the horns. Oh my god, those! And I didn't even notice the eyes on like the like the forest sprite character until like the second time we saw it. The blue fairy,
3: yeah, the traditional. Yeah. Um, but one thing I noticed, to be honest, is like the the death spirit, like her eyes don't move at all like her eyes just like it's eyes
2: along her horns like, oh really like, yeah. within the horns their eyes yeah okay like, like, i didn't even, know it it's though. like a, it's well it's not a super obvious like it doesn't call attention to itself and it's yeah, just there are little details like that like along with the way pinocchio moves and uh, that i really loved yeah
0: yeah um i i think it was interesting that they really do go for like that biblically accurate angel <laughs> look yeah. for blue fairy and then Kind of like, um, like I was thinking like it's a chimera from Greek mythology, mm-hmm. but like I was th- a little different, different to me, yeah. with the, um, the snake tails and like almost like sphinx like yeah. mm-hmm. the lion front half. It was very interesting. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Pro- from a production design standpoint, like this movie is just gorgeous, I think. And I, and I do like, like the guillermo of it all bleeds through Yeah, and like in the design. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, what did you guys think about the dialogue and like how characters spoke?
2: So this is what I mean when I say like the, one of the things that I was like, I was thinking, okay, this is a kid's movie. So I'll give it a pass for It's like some yeah. of the moments of dialogue. I'm like, okay, that's so either on the nose or it's like, it's like a character has to repeat, has to say this so that we know so that we can just have the story beat done. And it's clear what this story beat is. Yeah. Um, but I, I did excuse it because I was like, again, I think this movie generally isn't talking down to its kid audience. Um, but, like, I give a little bit of leeway for a movie that is, like, generally marketed for children um, when it has stuff like that in it. Yeah. Well, I just I,
3: think that, like, some dialogue, it's just, like, as you said, it's a, it's sort of targeted towards kids. But, like, it's just loud. You know what I mean? Like So, like, some things are exaggerated or like pointed out explicitly when like in a more like say like movies that are not oriented towards kids they would just be sort of not as pronounced in 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 the dialogues
0: yeah i think like like very quickly i wrote down that it was very like theatrical Mm -hmm. and kind of like obvious yeah yeah because it it feels like like a stage play where people are they they have to you know act for the back row Mm -hmm. and so it also factors into how the playwright writes dialogue. Yeah, Because things that, you know, would be a small emotion that you can show on screen in film has to be verbalized because it it would be so subtle for people in the back to get it. So like um, when Geppetto is like sad about his dead son and he's like, if only I could have you back. And like everything he's saying is so Mm -hmm. obvious. And I was like, okay couldn't have just like shown it but i think what aiden you said about it being like a kid's movie i think that's absolutely true um i also really like the point where geppetto and the kid are walking into town and people are making comments like oh that the was mo- the yeah yeah that the was the biggest model... one."
2: was like a model italian citizen yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Like, yeah people definitely talked like that it yeah. was very um beauty and the beast yeah. like like the original, but that, that one does it so much better. And I love that song from Beauty and the... No, I want to watch Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> the original. Um, speaking of songs, uh, this movie is a musical, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, now, as someone who is, like is well-versed in musicals, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I did not care for the music, just in general. Nor did Peter, I. don't touch your mic. Um, I. It was very like... That kind of recent trend to have like auto tuned voices, and I felt that throughout. Oh, right. um, yeah, the one that I, the, the movie I reference is funny enough, Beauty and the Beast 2017, uh, because that's like the most noticeable auto tune I've ever heard in a movie musical, and it just all sounds like a little too perfect. It's like, like that's what I get from it, yeah. Um, and then also just like the songs are pretty like forgettable and yeah very similar. That was my
2: problem too. Like I couldn't sing a single like melody for you and I couldn't remember yeah. like there's the line where it's like, My son, I love my son, my son is like the son. <laughs> 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 And yeah but uh, there was one moment related to the songs that i thought was funny where you think the cricket is gonna jump out in the song and then he gets slapped in the face by the door (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: my dear father (laughs) (laughs) no i I, I, I laughed out loud that was very funny um but yeah like
3: i I personally don't mind it like i thought it was the like I wouldn't really consider this a musical. Just like it's a musical. the okay, okay, it's a musical. It is. So it's a musical. You can like whatever I, you want. Like I think I think the ratio between like dialogue to like music is.
2: To be fair, good, there there know? aren't that many songs. Yeah. So I understand what you're coming and from. There's so, like, enough. There's yeah.
0: plenty. Like I felt like, like the singing
3: immersed me a little more into their world because I felt like uh, a lot of the sort of the, the 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 fairy tale movies they have a lot of the singing in them, and that just sort of like it's just in line with what this movie is doing as well. So it's like it sort of helps you to immerse yourself with this fantastical world, which I was fine with.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I, Like, I what I would have wanted is just a little bit of differentiation between the songs, because, like I said, they all just kind of blend together in my mind, like I'm trying to think of like other movie musicals and just like especially like older Disney cartoon ones mm. and all the time, like, every single song is very different from each other and they have different right. vibes, right. where this movie, a lot of them are just Pinocchio sings a song and Pinocchio sounds the same every time. Yeah. I don't, I, I just didn't care for it Hey, hey,
3: dude, just you wait. Joker 2, also a
0: musical. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope, yeah, I hope there's. it's not auto-tuned and all that sort of jazz, but uh, it didn't cover or uh, kind of jumped ahead to a point that i want to talk about is this movie was pretty funny like yeah i love the I humor expecting. yes yeah. Yeah. yeah um so i think you mentioned my favorite one of my favorites already do you guys have any other moments that you liked that you can remember well i mean
3: just the cricket has a lot of great moments he's yeah the crickets were great it was great um other than um, that I, I love the rabbits like the rabbits were like the look and like how they interact was just yeah like, like it's that just, that just naturally fun. funny for some yeah. reason mm-hmm. um but i think i like th- that i like the be. bit
0: when pinocchio is singing his first song about oh i like all these weird words i'm learning and he's oh, like oh I like, I like this one and then hey, he tries it out it. let oh. me do it Let me and he's no, like, oh, He's like, oh, I love this thing. What's this? And Geppetto's like, oh god, that's a chamber pot, buddy. And like if you know what that is, it's super funny, but it's it's one of those adult jokes in a kid's movie. Yeah. So he's like, Oh, it's a chamber pot. And Pinocchio's like, what's that for? As he puts it on his hand. He's like, Ah, you don't wanna know. <laughs> Which is so great. Like, don't overdo it, you know. Um, uh, what else? I like I like yeah, some of um, the crickets line. So like when he's like about to write his memoirs and he goes, Oops. Ah yes, Peru. <laughs> <And then he laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Down. yeah. So random. But, yeah. Um, or or when he's talking to the blue fairy, he's like, I'm a homeowner, and uh, I yeah. don't remember the context, but I I thought that was funny whenever that when that happened.
2: Yeah, I also liked the line of uh, like when he's when he's like you do the best you can and that's the best you can do and like it's like he's kind of like saying it as if it's a quote to be remembered like he's constantly trying to say things that he can put in his memoir I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah 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 i like how he brings it up at the end and then he and goes, it feels
2: like he's actually in, he means it this time when he yeah, says no it, no, yeah.
0: no but what i mean is he after that he says um, i taught that to pinocchio and then he taught it back to me yeah <laughs> um, and the only other one I've written down is when the seagull lands on the mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds me
2: of the captain is like, when they, when they <laughs> see them, <laughs> the captain, the just like, oh, I'm out of there.
0: <laughs> okay, that, was, that was a little unintelligible, hmm. so I'll just repeat it. But yeah. when they're, they're, they, okay, there's a ship captain. Also, he's played by Tom Kenny. Oh, yeah. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. And so it's a, it's a, you know, classic kind of scary Ahab captain. And he's taking Geppetto out to the island, but there's the whale is a problem. And when the whale shows up, the captain, like, jumps overboard, but also, like, super casually. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's the casualness of the yeah. motion. Which and
2: that is so of the fun. wide you can see him swimming away. Oh, <laughs> <then it's> like, <laughs> well, I didn't notice. Bad. Oh,
0: that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so very funny movie, uh, but it starts quite sad. um i i I was like pretty quickly i was like oh this is up like this yeah
2: i thought the exact same thing i was like oh we're getting the up intro yeah yeah Um,
0: i up is better up is better yeah up is is legendary man Uh, Um, tough tough to beat though the
2: thing about this intro i was thinking like one of the things i wrote down is like did we need this to be narrated and shown because it's shown in like good detail like like we get if you didn't have any of cricket's narration for it like we would know what happened like because it's pretty exact but i mean i do i like the detail that cricket is writing his memoir and that i like the payoff for it that he's like he's dead and he's telling it to the bunnies like i think that's funny at the end
0: um oh what yeah he's the, oh he's he in, he in the, the, the credits yeah There's yeah. a fucking post credits yeah that's so funny i it's, i was like i finished the movie and i was like no, there's not going to be a post credit scene. (laughs) I was wrong, apparently. That's funny. That's a good payoff. Yeah,
2: and and it's also the same thing where it's a kid's movie, but I was like, I don't know, like, specifically for the intro, like, I wonder if I would feel it a bit more if it wasn't narrated and we were just there. I felt it. I thought it was fine.
0: I don't know, actually. My complaint for the narration is that it's inconsistent, and then it drops out in the... You know, middle Well,
3: there's no narration for the most of the movie. Like there was yeah. some
0: at the beginning and some at the end. It's a framing basically. device, so yeah. it's yeah. beginning and end. But yeah. yeah, I like I definitely felt, Ewan McGregor's um, disappearance, like in the middle, yeah. just like and that like that's just what happens. Like he gets separated from Pinocchio, Pinoc- so he can't yeah. really he mm-hmm. can't really narrate. But it was the most interesting parts of the movies are the one where he's there, <laughs> um, just because he brings that like light to the the movie. I think.
3: Bro, and he uh, just gets continuously abused. <laughs> stepped yeah, on, good, like you know. It's,
0: it's good physical comedy. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, I like the detail that um the kid dies for the pine cone and then the pine cone becomes Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, Love that. Yeah. the name yes, too. Yeah. Pinocchio. And wow. I, I think that
2: like that ties into like the larger theme of like creation that is in it. Like, and I think mm. that there's like ideas of like natural creation that ties it with like life and death and it's like in the beginning like he's a wood he's a a woods guy he makes wood stuff i don't know what those guys woods guy and like yeah, yeah and he's like he's making things in service for others and it's like and then he makes something out of like this deep hole he has and that's pinocchio and But then, like, he can't have complete control over what he created, and he has to learn that in other ways. Not, I I really liked uh, how those sprinkled through. I
3: I loved it as well. Because I felt like, Aiden, adding on to your point, at first, he's chopping down, he's killing trees, right? Like, basically killing trees, chopping trees down, turning one life in the form of a tree into another life, which is, like, him giving life to his work, right? Like, turning his... uh, wooden toys bring them into life mm-hmm. as we can see like it playing around like in front of the bakery shop um and then and then with the kid he said that um i'm gonna plant this pine cone watch it grow and i'm gonna make toys out of this tree that's what carlos said yeah. uh, so sort of like he used carlos's tree to fill a hole in him and then that that tree sort of became something more Pinocchio becoming something more right to him than yeah. just really just like filling a hole like instead of replacing Carlo he's becoming like uh, like another significant figure in his life yeah and I thought like this sort of a like, continuation of like life carrying on into like like and then like there's this central thing around wood like wooden toy and then Pinocchio is made of wood as well it's mm-hmm. like really lovely to me you know? and
2: I really liked also the idea that like it's a little detail yeah that they don't draw too much attention to but that when Pinocchio lies and his nose grows a lot like he grows pine cones yes on his yes nose, yeah. and it's like this symbol of like rebirth within the movie oh and, like, that's cool it, it's yes. like this idea that like things go on and life progresses and changes regardless of like your influence on it and, and mm-hmm. regardless of like that's true for anyone and it's just yeah. a fact of life
3: and honestly, like, I love how, like, Pinocchio didn't actually become a boy. Like, I love like that, a, too. Like I a flesh and blood too. boy yeah, at the yeah. end, you know? Um,
0: and, like... And like yeah, I always found that moment that beat, in, like, the original, pretty cheap. and <laughs> like, like, obvious. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I completely agree.
3: And I, and I feel like it, it will defeat the movie's purpose. Because the movie is all about how, like, you can't just have something, you know, something new, like Pinocchio replace, yeah. like, like become the new Carlos, you know? It's all yeah. about Pinocchio. It's its, it's, its own person. Yeah. And he's not meant to fill and become the new Carlos. He's meant to be something new to you instead of uh, what Carlos was to you, you know? He's also such a cute yeah.
2: little guy. That's a word for <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um,
3: and, and I don't know if you guys noticed One more note on Pinocchio. Mm. Like, his has a hole on, on the left chest, which is his heart. Yep, I did notice
1: that. Well, I actually did notice And that's
3: where his you know, heart was, I and like That's it, where that's he that's put where the matchbox it. where the cricket cricket uh, uh that contained yep. the cricket. So.
0: Yep. Well, actually technically isn't your heart on like the the other side? Well, It's it like it's like closer it like 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 to the middle, left. but it's, it's like like left center chest left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, um I don't know about you, but when I got to the clip of the monkey going into the carnival, I did one of those like Leo pointing because <laughs> you saw it on Twitter, images was yeah. like, "I know that bit. I've seen this on Twitter for yeah. like months." Yeah, yeah. just like because there's the behind-the-scenes clip of how they made that, mm-hmm. and so that's the one clip of the movie I've seen like three, four times.
3: Yes, me too. Yeah,
0: it was funny. Um, I want to talk about the carnival villain played by Christoph Waltz. I think his name is uh, Volpe. Count um, Volpe, I think. Yeah. Count Volpe, yeah. Now this is something that I it occurred to me, and I haven't heard anyone talk about it, so I'm curious to see what you guys think.
3: Worlds first, right Um, here.
0: Worlds first, sure. (laughs) Um, He looks like a fox. No, I'm just kidding. That's so obvious. Um, (laughs) Because like the character in the book, I'm sure, as Peter can attest to us, uh, is actually a fox, and so now he's just a fox coded villain. Speaking of coded villains, I got I got the sense that he was queer-coded, um, which is something that's very common in older Disney Disney cartoon movies. Sure. I can't say for certain about Pinocchio. That might have been too old for them doing that. But, like, I don't know, 90s, 80s Disney movies, like, so many of the villains are these queer-coded characters. Um, so, like, Jafar, Ursula, Scar... isn't
3: isn't gaston also like he's is he gay i
0: don't think so that's a very like never mind heterosexual character never mind what i can think of um but anyways so that's something that like i haven't seen in a while and to see it in the year of our lord 2022 i was like that's a little weird that we're still kind of doing that I, so i'm did that occur to you did you I like how did you I, pick I, yeah, up on that i'm well yeah i'm also yeah.
2: i'm curious like what do you because i didn't pick up on that at all i wasn't thinking about that Same.
0: Yeah. for me it has to do with like the way it's a lot of it is like just the way the characters talk and like affectations so like because christoph waltz doesn't talk like that you know right and it's very like flamboyant with like the cane and stuff like that
2: yeah but so. i saw that as like he's a showman and he's like, oh, it's like fair. he's like presenting all the time and like he's always putting on the character of I am I run this magnificent carnival and whatever.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe, okay, maybe it was just me, but like I felt I, I picked up on that. And so hmm. I don't know. It's it's interesting for sure, but it seems like maybe it's debatable whether or not that's there. Yeah. Uh anyways, something else that I noticed that's kind of weird is that there's not a lot of women characters in this that's true one might say there are none because the only ones played by women are entities <laughs> or monkeys, monkeys are dudes apparently like like literally in the wikipedia it says the monkey's a guy okay there, hey, who's oh, the, uh, there's who's also Car- those
2: it? italian twins that are have like one line as well
0: yeah great perfect <laughs> or, or
2: who's uh who's
3: carlos's mom
2: nonexistent no, we never see oh we do see the the nazi boys mom briefly yeah i don't know if yes we show. did Great. yeah
0: you know, two <laughs> or yeah. this three with the twins. Yeah. yeah i was that was something that i was like I, it was when like a lot of the characters were in the same room or like all talking to each other and i was like wait a minute that's a lot of dudes like <laughs> that's a dude that's a dude that's a dude and i i think it has to, a lot to do with just the theme being like fatherhood so you need yeah some other examples of fatherhood specifically yeah um but i don't know i still found it a little weird that it's like there's literally no women in the main cast like at all Mm. i don't know do you guys have any similar thoughts
2: uh yeah i wasn't really thinking about it while watching the movie um but yeah that is once you once i saw the talking point i was like yeah that is a little strange especially for a movie like that is marketed towards kids. Family. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, for like a family film. Like not that not that the movie's for adults, so that means it's all it's all dudes, <laughs> but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I just mean like you'd think for a movie that is supposed to be more of a family film there'd be a bit like wider range of character. But
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Um I did I what I did find interesting in this adaptation is the use of death because i don't i've never seen that in Pinocchio before so that was one of the few things that was like fully original for this
2: and i was really i
0: really liked it yeah like it it took something pretty drastic for me to be like oh yeah this is interesting just because you know i know the story so i i'm glad that they incorporated that what do you guys think i
2: yeah i thought it was as soon as i like the the scene like when he's first in the afterlife, I was like, oh my god, and like it's like kind of jarring. Like he's just, yeah, you're just in it, and you're he's being carried in a coffin by four rabbit guys, and you're like, what the fuck? And also, um,
3: that special coffin was like the nose and yeah. everything. Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: Um, and then and then like uh, leading up, to, I love the moment as well. Like when he first enters the room of like death herself. Oh, um, that shot! That's such a good shot with yeah. like the the door opening and everything. Um yeah I thought it was really cool. I thought that was a really cool cool idea of like like the fleeting nature of life and stuff like I think it ties into the theme really well as well um yeah, and I mean like it's like about having to deal with like uh loss and stuff and and moving on with that and so i really i, I agree i, I thought yeah. it was a great ring- and
3: and I think that you can just see his character grow every time he enters that chamber <laughs> yeah and like the conversation and I love how. Like, I guess it's like a little bit of a gimmick. Like, you have to stay there uh, the more time you visit her. Uh, I but like that was great. But yeah. also, like, the conversations sort of evolved from just like a simple question to like the perspective on life and death, which was fantastic.
0: Yeah. The Sand Timers was, I really appreciated that. And it, I don't know if that has any basis from like some mythology or some other folklore, but it felt very like Greek. Like, that's something yeah. like, like one of those like you get this but there's a twist kind of things like yeah. like I, I i think it felt like to, there was like
2: some tragic irony to the yeah like, yeah I mean, right? yeah
0: like I, I think back to orpheus and eurydice and the whole like you you can leave the underworld but if you look back you know she goes back and you know she's gone right
3: well i mean um, there is there's is sort of like a trade-off right you are immortal but you have to wait and you have to see like that's the second conversation where it's like you're immortal but your loved ones like you know the your significant people in life they will all be gone while you're still here right and that's something that i discuss
0: yeah i think it's a it, i think it replaces the the donkey bit so okay so for those who don't know in the original pinocchio goes to a place called pleasure island and it's like arcade games and candy and it's like it's like an amusement park it's like disney world oh it goes to disney world basically (laughs) and because the kids are such brats or something for wanting to do kids stuff they get turned into donkeys oh and like like a bunch of real kids are getting turned into donkeys and pinocchio does too and then once they get turned into donkeys they become enslaved and do labor as donkeys like Mm. as donkeys do labor right so yeah. and it like very very dark yeah um and i think this was much more interesting and like kind of has the same message in well maybe not the same message but like uh, similar kind of like m- morality stuff so like like he has to learn to be selfless instead of selfish because at first he's like hey i died this is cool <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know he he realizes like you know that has consequences so i like that a lot Uh, And then we go to the fascist training camp, uh, the Fortress on the Hill place. Now, this is a hot take, uh, and I'm curious what you guys think. I think this was the most boring part of the movie, and I can't put my finger
2: on why i actually like this part of the movie i thought it was sweet i i liked that like each character. one of the things i really like about this movie and i think we've all said this more or less is that every character feels like they have some kind of like change happen and it feels like Mm -hmm. it feels like we explore each character a bit and i like that we got to see the nazi kid i don't remember (laughs) his name um candlewick candlewick yeah i I like that like he makes a friend and i i really like the way the story is told it's definitely like Pinocchio does this thing, and then he does this thing, and it's like he has yeah. adventure after adventure, and it's like the idea is like that's what life is—you do this thing, and you meet these people, and you make these connections, and then you move on, and you never see them again. And so I, I liked it. I like the idea that like oh, he made a friend here, and he like learned something while he was here, and he's his and Candlewick learns to stand up for himself a little bit. And yeah, I, it I also it. just
3: just gives you another perspective on like the father son relationship you know mm-hmm, between cannewick and his dad uh and i thought it was pretty cool to see like cannewick's like mini character arc as well like at first he sort of like a dickhead towards pinocchio mm-hmm. he's like hey put your feet in the fire and then like we see sort of his vulnerable side that he doesn't really want to be in the military camp despite being a very you know being raised in a very fascist family and like the fact that like to him yes we'll and like to him like i that, think right, yeah. um going against his father's wishes is like a big deal for him and then to see like him making that breakthrough is quite you know emotional for him you know but i just thought like that happened a, li- a little too quick for me i know he's a side character and we can't spend too much time on him so like you know that's like my only sure. complaint about that but like other than that it was just a very lovely moment i know? was
2: thinking that too that it's like he does stand up. It doesn't take that much for him to stand up to his dad considering the years and years of conditioning. I don't want you to kill my friend. Yeah. 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 But I I think... I was still like... That was also one of the moments where I was like, okay, it's a kid's movie. I'm going to forgive this. And
3: and okay. And also, that's like the one thing I love about this movie and also Jojo Rabbit is where you see more Uh, from perspective of a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think... Like, seeing through an innocent lens, like, what war is and how, like, you know, like, Pinocchio's like, I hate war. But, like, the, then the cannibal's like, no, but I like war. And then they say, I love you more. I like war 24-7. You know, like, to them, like it's, like, it's not as serious as, like, adults think of it. You know, they don't think about war as life or death. They think of war as really just, like, you know, like they, they don't know what it is, the, the truth is, I feel like. You know, mm-hmm. they can't grasp the full picture of what war means.
0: I think I think Pinocchio should have gone through like a full come and see type movie where he just gets like totally fucked up by seeing the <laughs> horrors of war. And he's like a completely changed person by the end. Pin- Pin-
3: Pinocchio going through PTSD. That's yeah, a sequel. Yeah, let's
0: do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gritty gritty no, Pinocchio. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think for me, just like I think the second act drags. Mm. So like, I think it like the worst part of the drag is when it gets to that camp. And I think you kind of mentioned this, like, like it just kind of like starts and then very quickly resolves itself. Like it's not like a full, we're not at the camp for long enough for it to be like a whole thing. Like that's a 10 minute sequence maybe. Mm. And so much, so much time is spent before at, um, with the carnival guy. Like we're with the carnival guy for a long time Yeah. and then 10, 15 minutes of, camp mussolini and then we gotta you know we're gonna do the whale thing you know gonna move on so um it did it felt quick
2: to me as well and i I think that the problem is i think they needed to get there sooner um so yeah yeah honestly
0: yeah yeah. um and i think yeah if they had given it more time and more focus and like i wouldn't want to increase the runtime i think keeping this under two hours is very important because i was like by the end i was like yeah okay i again I know what Pinocchio is so like I don't need mm. I wasn't, I thought
3: it was very short yeah I, like it, it breathes by for me
0: it, w- yes but like I, like I kind of feel that way but like also like I wouldn't want it any longer it was right at right of hitting my limit of how much Pinocchio I could handle personally uh yeah okay. I
2: don't I don't think I'd want the runtime extended either but I also didn't feel. I didn't. It, it didn't feel like it was dragging too much for me at all, and I didn't feel like yeah. okay enough by the end of it.
0: Not okay, a five, of seconds. Five. I just have to diss that movie every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. Um, <laughs> so, I, w- I want to talk about um, Whale Anatomy now. Mm. Um, oh no. no, that's not a whale. By the way, I feel like I'm, that's one of the changes it made. That's like whale I mean. of a time. then a there you whale. Go. Uh, now I'm not. I will say, I'll preface, I'm not a whale expert. But <laughs> I think that if you're in the stomach, you should not be able to see the blowhole.
3: No, you can't.
0: The blowhole should be connected to the whale's lungs. lungs. Yes. Which is not the same thing. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, you know, you're getting, uh, that's getting pretty technical, but I was like, I
2: was to say that's oh, the I don't care about that at all. That's, like, <laughs> like, it, to me, it's, like, this is a fantastical story. It's a, wha- it's not exactly a whale. It's, like, a whale monster guy. Yeah, like, I feel like it's more so, of like, a
1: monster.
3: Absolutely. Sure, yeah,
2: they can get to his blowhole. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't want them to be in the whale for any longer. I don't want them to have to find the lungs and then get out that way.
0: Like No, that's that's fair. So, I, don't, I don't remember the original well enough to know for sure but i feel like they just make the whale sneeze or something. yes
3: that's what they did
0: yes so like they don't even they, they don't also even do that here for the
1: right?
3: no they didn't. They just waited for a moment where he is about to sneeze and no it's
2: because they are like
3: poke the him, hole he, oh okay. just, yeah. tickling
0: yeah. anyways um <laughs> i have a, i have another question i'm just nitpicking this now um how does pinocchio know wh- how a mind works Oh, what a, a mine like a landmine but it's not a landmine oh a... i was thinking, oh, like, yeah
2: because when i saw it i was like oh no he's gonna kill himself like and he's, not, <laughs> and he's not gonna under when he's crawling up on the mine i was like oh man he's gonna die here because he's gonna hit yeah. the mine by accident and then he just yeah no he, i like, had the same thought
0: because like, we, we the audience sees the seagull land on the mind so that we know how a mine works. Yeah, but Pinocchio doesn't see that. That's like not something he's looking at. Mm-hmm. So and for someone who's like very clearly established as a very naive character who does not know how anything works, yeah like the, the idea that it's, it's it feels like a character growth moment that wasn't earned like it, it, you know he you set up that like he doesn't know anything and he's learning things you need that moment where he learns how a mind works and then sure. figures it out dude of,
3: you know? dude there's yeah. a there's a deleted scene where right before he went to the military academy they tell him how a mind works.
0: no i think it's no it should be more basic <laughs> no i'm kidding than i'm kidding that. that's that's okay it should be more basic than that it should be like this is how a button works <laughs> no, <which is> your, <laughs> thank you, buttons and then he reads like it. Yeah. Oh, it's a button. I know how a button works. No, I think yeah, it, the button? I think it would be funny
2: if in the fascist military camp they're like, okay, okay today are gonna be playing. But before we do that, and he like pulls down like a screen and he's like, This is what a mine looks like, and this is how it blows up.
0: They <laughs> <laughs> honestly could have done that. I think <laughs> I think that would have been so and it's great because it's setting it up in a sequence before. Like you know, like it. it I don't think like that really would have been great. I think that would have been pretty dumb. <laughs> well, it's, it feels like better payoff than setting it up and introducing it in the same sequence, right? Sure. Like you want to create some distance there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, but that's something that could have been so funny, like trying to teach Pinocchio how bombs work. Mm-hmm. Oh, like okay, sure. Children. If it was more naturally
2: like, integrated, sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you like lean into the comedy out of yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Um. Anyways, I'm gonna move on. Uh, I have a point here called "Everybody Gets an Arc." Yeah. Now. This is a moment where I really, like, I do not remember the original well enough to make this call, but for sure in this version, every single character starts off as not a great person and they have to work on it. And I think that's so great. Yeah. And you see that progression really well. Yeah. So like Jimmy Cricket, even like the person who's, you know, famously like the conscience is pretty selfish at the beginning. It's yeah, pretty and is like... Yeah, and he's just like, well, I just, I'm a homeowner and this is my piece of wood, you know?
2: Yeah, and I, and I brought it up earlier, but I legitimately do love how it's like he's saying that quote. And then it's like the first few times he says it, because I think he says it like twice beforehand the quote about, um mm. like, you do what you know until you know better, do your best, that's the best you can do, whatever it is. Yeah, that one. That one. Um, yeah, I, I like, how, like it. Like, it feels like he's just saying it, like, so that he can be the one who has this eloquent quote attributed Mm -hmm. to him and then at the end it's like he's saying it and he's actually learned he genuinely failed like he he learned that lesson and so now he's actually saying it for real Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i also like that geppetto has to change too like he's not a great dad and like the movie really acknowledges that in addition to pinocchio being a little bitch you know yeah (laughs) like everybody's gonna
2: yeah there is a moment in this movie where i was like I hope Pinocchio is not like this the whole time because this is fucking annoying. So and then annoying. he <laughs> he quickly isn't that to me. I think like right away he isn't yeah. as annoying. But yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then there's the fucked up ending. We we talked yeah. about this in the the uh, synopsis, but like when when I realized like oh Pinocchio is like immortal again and he's gonna say everyone die, I was like yeah, Guillermo, like that's. What are you <laughs> doing? this yeah. is a kids movie yeah. i'm like i'm not surprised i guess like in retrospect like that's totally his thing yeah but like that was fucking sad that i thought great, i though. loved it because yeah. i thought it's like oh it's no it's great but bittersweet
2: fuck. as well because it's also yeah. positive because of the lessons he's learned throughout the movie like he's more equipped to go on and and like be accepting of that things happen and that you can't control life and and he's like willing to take on the world more. I, I thought it was really great.
0: It's it's a very good ending, I think, yeah. but also deeply fucked exactly. and sad, yeah. right? Like, man, and and I mean that is the world, right? Like just to see your you're gonna at one point your your dad is gonna die, right? Mm. And maybe your pet monkey dies, and maybe your cricket dies or whatever you know but yeah man i was sad you know this
2: movie reminded me of sometimes the fable men because of the monkey benjamin button (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about benjamin button and i was like i think i think they're on thematically they're on same uh wavelength here i
0: actually haven't seen that one yet i haven't seen that one either it It is
2: not fincher's best
0: it's with brad pitt right it is with brad pitt also Mm -hmm. not his worst though it's not his worst Um, now we're just going to get into some general themes of the movie that I want to talk sure. about. So um, first off is lying. And I mean, that's pretty like entrenched in the Pinocchio lore. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't feel like the movie has like a hard stance or anything interesting to say about lying and whether it's good yeah. or not. I like I it. So I like I it. Really, like... I really like like the line Geppetto says about like how. Well, it's only obvious to other people that yeah. they're lying, but you can't see it in front of you. Like, yeah. I thought that was really clever.
2: I thought that was really clever, but I was also like, Pinocchio can definitely see his nose. <laughs> the big ass nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, yeah, I did really like it, and I, I liked. Oh, there's a line that I love where I think it's it. Pinocchio says, that, "I don't remember when," and he says, "My dad called me a burden, and his nose didn't grow." So I I thought that was a great detail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because he's like a child and he is like naivete, like you can't recognize
0: that. And I, I thought that was a really great detail. I like the detail that the carnival man has a long nose because. Yes. He's mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I like how the answer to like the, I don't know if it's the climactic answer, but like when they're trying to escape, Monstro or whatever they call him here. Um, he has to lie to mm. escape, to, like, create that bridge. And while it does – it shows character development because what he's saying, the lies he's saying yes. are good. Like, that's the point. Yeah, I think it it kind of, like, says, like, well, sometimes lying is good, you know? Like, but that's tr-
2: a true fact. Sometimes lying is a good course of action.
0: But the movie doesn't, like <laughs> – explore that you know like sure. it's just like in this particular situation lying would be pretty nifty right now but it doesn't want to really wreck it with that you know
2: but i i like what you said that um what i liked about the scene is what you said that i don't like the focus of is like what he's lying about like what yeah. he's yeah, saying where it's sure. like i don't love my family and stuff like that <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no it's, it's still like a pretty good scene yeah. um there's also a lot of um the movie you know kind of explores the idea of like puppets which not to say like like the idea of being a puppet metaphorically not literally a puppet you know so i like um i I think it's geppetto asks the fascist dad like who controls you yeah and that's such a great line um and i like that mussolini says i like puppets when famously like the italian government during that time was basically a puppet government Mm -hmm. controlled by the germans Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so and i also like this is one of the rare cases where like i liked that they kept that subtle and they didn't hammer that home like it wasn't overt Yeah.
2: yeah and i really liked how um like uh like candlewick is like very much like more of a pup- well maybe not necessarily but Candlewick is, def- Candlewick is definitely like as much of a puppet as Pinocchio is like in the sense of like and I like this idea that like as you're growing up as a kid like there are many different people in many different groups that are like trying to tell you what it is to be like a mm-hmm. real person and I-, I liked that again it was like pretty subtle where like, they had to ultimately, like, choose, like, who to listen to, and, like, that's part of growing up, and that's part of life, is, like, is choosing who you listen to, choosing the image of, like, what a good person is, and what a person is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I I also picked up on that, like, yeah, the other, because there's, like, two other mirror versions of the father-son dynamic in the two fascists, so the fascist dad and his son, Candlewick and the carnival man and his monkey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that idea that like, they're basically puppeting them because they don't give them free will. Mm-hmm. And that's what they have to learn is that, or that's what Geppetto has to learn really, is that he needs to let Pinocchio be his own kid. you know, yeah. Um, yeah, that's know what else was I going to say about that. I, I was kind of wondering like, uh pinocchio says sometimes fathers say things they don't mean and i think that's a great line but then also like the two bad dads are just like murdered and like <laughs> they don't they don't get to redeem themselves yeah. and then, i mean i don't enough, like, think i'd there's...
2: want either of those characters redeemed but i think they're yeah, like it's tricky yeah. a moment where there's just like a hesitation or a look or something might have been nice, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. Where you're, like, you see that there's more going on in these characters. Or just, like, Uh, a a line where they, like, they accidentally reveal something about themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like, I think I I would want it on that level. But, like, they're just dead now, you know?
2: Who's the other bad
0: dad? The carnival man.
2: Carnival guy and
0: fashion
3: He's considered a dad.
2: Well, he's, like, he's an analog for... Like, yeah, sure.
0: for dad, the story. Um, yeah. Like, they didn't actually give birth to the fucking monkey. Like, no, I, it's, it's allegory.
3: I also disagree with that point. I think that is more for the kid than for the dad. Like, I think it's more because, like, children oftentimes take whatever they've been told as, like, the truth, you know? It's just like, like, him, this is sort of like, his coming of age, almost like, him realizing that sometimes adults say things that they don't mean and, you know, like, if you take things at face value it might hurt a lot it might may lead you to a wrong decision but if you really think of it like they're not really like you know 100 percent on the comment yeah. or
0: yeah but then like the two bad dads are just like straight bad like,
3: yeah they are they don't, are. Have, they they don't are.
0: have much yeah. nuance to their character in that they're just kind of like Pretty pure evil well, what well, I did like is Well, that... I
3: think Candlewick's dad is not pure bad. Like you can tell, like he still likes Candlewick. Like there's this tender moment between him, uh, his, his mom and his dad. Like before he oh, left really the like camp, right? Like, really
2: like she that. put the scarf on him. But that's and, not about the dad. That's the... her, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes. One of the things that I I think I did is really cool. I got the impression that it's like the movie was trying to say like these are characters that like, took their wrong advice to heart as to, like, what a person is supposed to be, and, like, Mm -hmm. they, like, very much allowed themselves to be puppeted, Um, and I think that, like, that rings true is, like, when you're a kid and you don't know better, you often, you, like, learn lessons that people weren't necessarily trying to teach you. And you internalize Ooh, them so that's good, yes. You internalize yes. them so much without realizing it uh-huh. that they wind up being like when you're an adult, they're a cemented part of your personality. I like it. Um, yes. Yeah. That's a great way to put it.
0: I also think it's interesting that the two bad dads, I like think that this is just what we're calling them now. They represent like two opposite ends of the spectrum. And I was trying to figure out what this is, and I think I've got it now. Um, the carnival quote-unquote dad for you, Peter. It's a quote-unquote dad. Um, he's His thing is neglect, mm. right? So he doesn't give a shit about the monkey and is mean to the monkey and would prefer that Pinocchio is his, like, surrogate son, right? Yeah. Whereas the M- Mussolini-type dad is, like, very, like, Control. attentive and controlling, yeah. yeah. And it's too much
1: mm-hmm.
0: instead of, like, the other one being not enough. And yeah. so then there's that nice, like, here's the two extremes and we have to find the happy middle, which is always great. Mm-hmm. It's a good storytelling thing. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts before we move on to the next one? I've, okay. So, last last thematic beat that I've got is um, this is very clear. Oh, wait, right. sorry. No, I do
2: have a, this is a, a random note that I wrote down where I was trying I was thinking, like, when they were making new parts for Pinocchio, I wrote Theseus's boy, and then just didn't oh. expand on that at all. And did no, we need to get a vision back, but we, I just like, we put need the vision. I was like, yeah,
0: I don't think that's something they want to explore. No, I know, but I just wrote that down. Then, yeah. that's a really
3: cool observation,
0: football, though. Yeah, it's a Pinocchio I like it. Yeah. Um, anyways, what I was gonna say is, um, <laughs> I think the movie explores fascism, and that's pretty obvious. Mm. Um, I like, I really liked how fascism and war. Like pervaded the environment of the story without mm-hmm. being too much. Yeah, it's not so, aggressive like, in the sense. Yeah, yeah. So like the the mines in the ocean was a great touch that wasn't in the like the original Disney yeah. movie. The uh, posters. Usually, for the record, like Pinocchio is not traditionally set in the 1940s. Mm. It's or or 30s. I'm I'm not sure which one, but it's usually set in the 19th century. So like way before. Yeah and like all the posters i really liked so yeah. i thought that was neat
2: and i thought this is one of the things that made it like very relevant to current day because yeah. i think fascism is a very legitimate threat in current day maybe more so than mm-hmm. ever or in a long time and i, I think yeah. it like it is like kids growing up today like, straight up have to grow up with the looming threat of fascism, like, and it's not Mm -hmm. that far away, even in, like, America and stuff, Um, and I think that's very intentional um, from GDT, Uh, and I, I, so I I thought it was a really, it was a way to make it, like, specifically targeted for kids, like, growing up right now.
0: For sure, yeah, Um, because you can, yeah, you see how fascism, like, puts the kids in danger, and... Um yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't really expand on that. Um and, and
3: fascism treats the kids like puppets.
0: Oh. <gasps> actually, I was um was it that or oh no, I was gonna say that I wish that they had connected like like I the for certain aspects I feel like these themes are kind of like
3: Intertwined?
0: Like, yeah, intertwined. That's the yeah. best word for it, yes. In that like you can draw connections between each of them in every direction that's great that's the best and yeah. which is it's yeah. it is the best and yeah. i the one thing that i found that i could not connect was lying and fascism which yeah. you think would be like a, a home run like it's so easy yeah. but like i i don't think they wanted to explore that and like you know you don't have to but i kind of wish that they had been like yeah well fascism like does involve a lot of lying because it's so like important to the story. Those two yeah. things.
3: That might be a little too like too deep into the political stuff. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe. In a sense, story. but
2: you could also say like like the the image that the fascist dad is trying to like teach the kids, like telling them what they're supposed to be, like, that is a lie of like what a real what a real man, what a real boy is. And I think the movie is like it's pretty clearly stating that that's a a, a lie. Um, so I, I, there is, like, some amount of, like, it's, like, an ideology based on falsities.
0: Maybe, 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 like, a rewatch would... I'd be able to find some. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? I also like that uh, the fascists were supported by both the church and what I'm calling, like, the artist, but, like, the carnival guy, like, Mm. like, because fascism only works if, like, it's supported by everybody. And, like, church is, like, a big thing of, like, gathering and people listening to whoever's speaking. And same with art in this case. Like, um, the carnival guy is putting on shows that are propaganda, right? And it's crucial that those things... Are promoting the same fascist vision or else like fascism like doesn't work yeah so i think that was really smart
2: what i liked about that too is that the detail within the priest like the priest just in the way he is talking and the way he's moving and the way he like holds his hands when he's in the presence of the fascist dad is like he clearly is like operating out of fear and so it's like it's fear that's yeah. gotten him to a place of like being submissive to them, um, and promoting the message. And so like I think like to me, like it's pretty clear that like through aggression, like the fascists had come and and like made them submit and made them assimilate, which is also a very real part, like like fat like they would threaten artists livelihoods like they couldn't artists couldn't survive if they weren't making Mm -hmm. like fascist propaganda and stuff like that so i i think it's less the carnival owner just seems like a terrible person (laughs) and that's why i like it but the priest i think there's that interesting wrinkle there
0: yeah i'm not saying that like all artists support fascism like obviously not and you know more often the case is the opposite Mm -hmm. but i think i think yeah like propaganda if you look back at like actual history, like people, there were people who made propaganda and like the white
2: telephone films in in Italy and stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 And like those filmmakers or, you know, carnival people like that, like, and you know, is the carnival guy, an artist is a question as well. Sure. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I have a question for you guys. The plane that kills Carlo. Is that, an allied plane or is that an italian plane well he
3: said it's returning so well like in the first world war italy was like the good guys if it does this like said in the first world war
1: because
3: like like, italy was fighting against the austro-hungarians in the first world war but if it's the second world war then it's the bad guys Either way,
0: Pinocchio gets killed by...
3: Well, I mean, I thought it was an interesting twist, right? And the fact that, like, such a casual act that they literally just dropping it because, you know, it's like, oh, like, we need to lose some weight on the trip back to base. It's
0: it's the callousness. Yeah. I love. And I, it's kind of like the one time that shows up, I think. Hmm maybe not i guess you could see like it's it's the most overt example yeah. of ca- the callousness of war mm-hmm. and i'm a little sad that it, like it doesn't come up but also it's good that it's not overhanded oh like, yeah like, of course yeah, kind of thing so yeah. um i don't have any other points thematically mm-hmm. or plot wise So, is there any, anything right. else you want to talk about the movie before i get to my final point uh, I don't what think is so. your final point you just in my, case i don't said my piece he said his piece. Um, yeah. My final point is, and this is a, a juicy discussion that you don't have to have one single take or one single answer for. Was this movie necessary? Now, I'll preface by saying, you know, you can make the argument that well, no piece of art is necessary, mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird to be asking that question. But I think it's I think it's worth asking because this is a movie that's been adapted or uh, sorry it's it's a story that's been adapted uh, three times before this uh, the latest two other two, times this year in this yeah. year yeah. exactly <laughs> those two i think we're trying to make money off of the fact that this was coming back mm-hmm. so like those are kind of like really cash grabby right um it's well, it, sorry you can yeah. i was going to say
2: like to me that's where the difference lies like i would say both of those other ones completely unnecessary cuz it's just like mm-hmm. that's those are a clear case of oh, it's IP. And so let's, let's reboot it because that's what we're doing in this day and age. But I think like, to me, what makes this necessary and you're right that like framing it that way doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily make sense. (sighs) Um, But I I think what makes it necessary is that like, I, it's very clearly a passion project. It's clearly something Mm -hmm. that, Guillermo del Toro like really really wanted to do and he cared GDT, so much yeah. GDG, he cared he cared so much about this and I think like that was one of the things that I really loved about this is that like it feels like that's at the end of the day the the main thing the thing I need to feel in a movie is, that the, pers- is that the person who made it loved doing it and they, they like yeah. they needed to make this in a way and I, I feel like this is something that like he really loved he really put put everything into it um and i think like that that's movies at their best and so i think that makes it necessary
0: yeah i like i for sure this is and it's like what you said the other movies this year cash grab obviously Mm -hmm. this is like the clearest cash grab versus art discussion you can have Mm -hmm. this pinocchio ip right so this is the an artist wants to tell the story and is telling it in their specific way with their specific voice. And I think that's great. And I think, I think it kind of like, it tries to make itself a little more quote unquote necessary just by talking about fascism, like we talked about, like that makes it kind of a little more relevant. So I think that's great. Um, I, I, my one thing comes from just the fact that we have seen Pinocchio before. So I think I, I don't know if GDT wants to make this movie all the power to him, but thanks Peter. Um, but I, there's just something about redoing, re adapting things that I, I don't know if it is. And I hate, I hate to say it, but I don't know if it is necessary. Like, you know, the pinocchio story isn't changed that much if i don't know i'm torn I, I clearly like i'm I'm kind of taking both sides here but peter what do you think i have a clear stance on this um i think a work isn't ne- like
3: i think asking whether it's necessary or not is the wrong question to ask i think it's asking whether like is it like is it worth making this you know uh i guess that might be the same question um Yes, and in my opinion, in my in my opinion, like it is a hundred percent worth it. It's like creating a new fable for our generation. You know, like like for every generation, sort of has their like significant works that impact their life, affect like their uh, their view perspective on the world. And I feel like adapting a work is one thing, but adapting it to the time and era and making it relevant is something completely different. Like. For example, we've seen Zack Snyder's like I guess more faithful take on The Watchmen, but there's also um uh fuck, I forgot his name. What what is the
0: uh, The series, The Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But who's the creator? Fuck, I want to shout him out cuz he's so great. I
0: do not know. Well, I think I think that's a great example of not readapting though like that's a new, well yeah
3: like it's sort new, of like new it's story. new it's new but also still based on like the original sort of comic book if you know what i mean
0: um i, I, to, I, I would classify finish. that as something it, different though because it's an adaptation that's it's not the same story right the a to b is different for okay, watchman the series yeah, even I mean, though it's the same ip
2: is it damon lindelof
0: yes yeah. thank you thank you yes i love damon um it's you like, love I, every daemon that there is any yeah. daemon of any that's kind.
3: true oh my god every i just realized yeah.
0: For Targaryen. yeah um well I,
3: I guess i guess that brings up a good point too like how like uh, it's not re- necessarily like a strict adapt adaptation it's more like an extension of the original one yeah
0: that's what um, i mean
3: right um and I, I think like as long as like you watch it and it it makes you feel something or leaves an impact. It's worth it, you know, because like that's what art is for. You know, it's supposed to yeah. make you feel something, whether it's like enlightened emotionally or like you you make a realization. It. Because it's about living a different person's story through like a perspective that you perceive, right? And that affects you, so. It's-
2: it's also, like, there is, a uh, case maybe like, every story has been told, even when you write a quote Absolutely, yeah. Even when you write a quote-unquote original story, it is that exactly what you're trying to talk about has been talked about before. Like, the story beats you're writing have been included. What makes, like, pieces of art unique is, like, how you draw from the available cultural fibers and weave a new tapestry out of it. That and is I, beautiful, I, yes. I, i i read that somewhere i didn't come up with that i read that somewhere. i I would (laughs) have mentioned that but anyway um but anyway and i I think that this movie does a good enough job i think it i I feel like it is again having not seen it i think that there are details that are trying to contextualize this in the modern day despite not being set in the modern day yeah um and so Mm -hmm. i I really enjoyed it
3: and like Alex, even like some movies are like clearly more like, oh, I'm just rebooting this just for the money.
0: Like if I don't know. that's not what this is for sure. No I know, thing. I know.
3: Like I think even if like these movies aren't like considered as worth it to be to be made, like there are movies that are more deserving of the money and the budget, like if they make the audience feel something
0: or the audience learn something from the movie, I still okay. think it's worth it, you know. You keep like, saying that and I'm I'm interested yeah. for both of you, when you watch this movie a did you feel something yes yeah. and b did you learn something i, like, I don't know if i learned a new a lesson bit.
2: but i was near tears at some point in this movie to be frank yeah like it's yeah, like yeah, a I catharsis you know before. yeah I, but, and it's like it's not that other pieces of work haven't made me feel that before but my point is that i don't think any piece of work can make me feel something i straight up have never felt before that's an incredible, Avatar two. That's an incredible. That's an incredibly. That's incredibly rare. Like that is to be like. Uh, that's yeah, like a completely unique piece of work. I think of movies that I saw this year that I loved, like After Sun. I loved that, and I felt that very deeply. But, I things have made me feel that way before. It's not like a new feeling. It's just, it's a new way of feeling the same thing. And I, I no, did I feel that within this.
0: I wouldn't expect a movie to give you a new feeling that would be, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I think this is, I think this was a good discussion. I don't think we need to keep that going. Uh, yeah. Aiden, I think we have a segment.
2: We sure do. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the title of this podcast is in fact predator versus movies. And we have in what? fact done the movie section of that title. So we are in fact going to now do the predator section, which is in fact, where oh my we, god! <laughs> where, where we decide if the predator from the movie Predator would, in fact, make this yes! movie better? Yeah. Dude, I was waiting on the last one. I was like, yeah. "Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it?" You Dude, fucking like, did it! I'm such a I'm <laughs> such a comedic genius by saying the same absolutely words, more than once. My god! Yeah. Do stand up already.
0: Yeah. Hey. I think Peter popped off a little bit too much on that, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, would Predator have made this movie better? Probably, uh, uh no. Nope. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all I'm saying, bro, all I'm saying,
3: bro, in the stomach, Predator just pops up from like the goo in in the whale's okay. stomach.
2: Or, uh, Predator works at the carnival. He's one of the attractions. Yes. There
0: you go. I would have loved to see stop motion Predator. Yeah, it that would be cool. Like, stylistically, like, I, I yeah. that's the most appealing part about this.
2: Yeah. And like seeing a really him like commit a really gory death like it within this stop motion yeah. style that might be kind of cool. Dude, what
3: if we see like the predator in like the death realm? Oh, like, yeah. Upon yeah.
0: yeah. the bunnies, he just, he just yeah. no, he just starts wrecking Pinocchio and just like he's like <laughs> like, like fucking yeah. murdering him. He finds Pinocchio <laughs> and he's like
2: he just keeps coming back and it's like his dream. Like the predator's just like <gasps> oh, yeah, I, can just, I can just perpetually hunt this guy.
0: Yeah or like what's the, there's a movie where somebody has a, Oh, it's Jumanji mm. where they have a set number of lives yeah. and then they keep dying in stupid ways, which like, so the movie doesn't really do that, but like kind of with the, the sand dials. Yeah. So like, yeah. What if predator just starts wasting the sand dials like, <laughs> meeting? this us Yeah. Um, anyways, that's good enough. Uh, Peter, we have another segment.
3: We do. Yeah. So, um, what have you all seen this week? We are going to talk about our Predators picks. Uh, as our wrecks of uh, anything we've seen, listened to, played, or, you know, stuff that we've consumed in the past week.
0: That's facts. Yeah, and that is facts. Who's going first? Um, hey. Aiden will go first for saying A. Aiden, 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 my name?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I actually did watch a couple of things this week. This I. <laughs> this week. <laughs> <Competic> I <laughs> genius,
3: <I'm all> right? <laughs> yeah.
2: I saw. Uh, I saw the movie *Violent Night* with David oh, really? Harbour, and it was shot in Winnipeg. And there were nice. two actors that uh, both of us have probably seen, Alex and I. Um, as without without doxing ourselves they they work at our university both of them they're yeah they are two local actors and one of them was one of my one of them was one of my profs Um, yeah no okay i can guess
0: that one really easy yeah
2: he wasn't my prof but he's also in it in the beginning there's a a different guy in it who is also one of my profs Uh, and so that that was fun and it's also another movie where it's like Oh, that's obviously Winnipeg. Yeah, that's the exchange, and like, that's always <laughs> like there's it, the beginning. Seed is like supposed to be in England, and they go onto the <laughs> rooftop at one point. I'm just like, that's Winnipeg. That's
0: <laughs> <me."> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, Was but, it any good though? <laughs> that's that's what I'm wondering.
2: It's okay. It's fun. Like it's fun enough. I gave it three stars on Letterboxd. I think it's like pretty okay. funny in some par- parts. There's like some subpar. Uh, like production design in it in some parts my brother actually worked on this movie and there's like he's esp- just
0: dissing <laughs> him <laughs>
2: no no he, he was great dude, dude my brother like you can tell that my brother like shit in the bed on this one <laughs> 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 no, no, no 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 um no i mean it, when i was i only mentioned that because there was like one prop that was like very like uh prominently featured that he was like yeah i made that i, I wrote that out and I was like oh that's cool um so yeah I mean I like seeing local productions I think that's fun um but it was like it was okay it, it's fun enough to go see in the theaters uh it's a popcorn flick, yeah so. uh I feel like I actually watched something else this week I was I was actually watching things this week I made a I made a concerned effort to watch stuff um oh I watched the first two episodes of another Canadian shot television show um and i called three pines it's with alfred molina as the lead they've like been advertising a bit in movie theaters um and it like seems like a pretty classic like um like detective story it seems like it's interesting i think alfred molina is really good in it so far um it's like i won't get into it too much but there are certain themes it's tackling that like i don't know how good of a job it's doing of them (laughs) <laughs> and they're like they're, and they're pretty important themes in this oh, day and age um but uh, i don't know we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes i might be biased against that because i'm not necessarily in the pro police officer category but um oh, yeah. yeah yeah but anyway so um Oh, I feel like I saw some other shit, but uh, I'll call it a day for now. And if I remember something else, okay, I,
0: you can call reaction. back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Peter, what have you been? What's your predator's Fix?
3: Okay, I'm. This has been a very dry week for me, um, so I don't have one.
0: Oh, that's not a good. It was a very. I, dry I actually don't one. have one moving on that okay um my predators picks i actually watched quite a few movies in the past week i both started and completed the jackass franchise (laughs) nice in one week was it worth it like it was on the indie wire list right like the best yeah yeah yeah. that's why that's why it was because it was on the indie wire list and i was very curious like why jackass forever made it to their top 25 this year and so like okay i'll i'll to be clear like i only watched jackass 1 2 3 and 4 like i didn't do all the other ones like bad grandpa or the 0.5 ones with the bonus content mm-hmm. um but like like uh, they were surprisingly good there's a cat okay uh... <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm a mute in um so yeah um yeah so i watched the jackass movies um they're they're so funny like it's just you know the dumbest fucking shit um like were they guys, all like, practical is my question you know yeah like that's what do you mean like practical gags
3: like they like, actually did everything
0: you know nothing's faked what? no like like the stunts yeah that's pretty nice the whole thing so like you know they're getting hit like hit by bulls and um I'm trying to think of what else and, like, as it goes on, like, they just get crazier and more, like, gross. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many where they're, like, they have to drink some bodily fluid, um, usually, like, from an animal. Um, and, like, <laughs> um, yeah, in <and> your cat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got so distracted. Um, like, yeah, anyways, it was a great time. Uh, I think Jackass 2 and 3 are the best. One, they didn't really... They didn't really have a, a, a good idea of like what they were going for. And I think they figured it out for two and three. And then Jackass forever is actually the weakest of the franchise. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's funny that it made it to the top 25. Cause I was like, that one was not that good. It definitely feels like, actually, I heard someone compare it to Top Gun, which is a very like apt um, comparison because it is very similar. Like this is like the last chance for, the guys to do this sort of thing. Like, you know, very quickly, they're going to be aged out of it and they're not going to be able to do jackass kind of things anymore. And they're bringing in like new blood, new people to do the stunts. And it doesn't really work. And I mean, two of the OG jackass guys couldn't come back. One passed away tragically. And the other one is going through kind of like a Kanye phase where they're unpredictable and they need help and they're not, doing that so they couldn't be featured in it and like those two guys were some of my favorites from the original films so their absence was like really noticeable anyways i'll stop talking about the jackass movies but (laughs) if you've ever doubted like how fun they are there it's it's a hoot it's it's very fun um anyways next week we are definitely doing avatar the way of water we will let you know if it's any good um with our official opinion, yeah, um, Peter, what are we plugging? Uh, follow
3: us on Instagram and Twitter at Predator V Movies. There is a review on our podcast. Uh, leave us a comment and engage with our Twitter content. It's managed by your very own Alex Gordon. Yeah, true. That's me. Yeah. I'm doing it.
0: It's yeah. it's. it's Oh, well, what's it? I, I, I can't think of what it is. It's not much, but it's honest work. <laughs> so it would have been funnier if I thought it out <laughs> quicker. Um anyways, yeah, check out uh my letterbox at underscore Alex Gordon underscore I leave reviews. Yeah, you can also uh
2: take a swing over to my letterbox at 810 <laughs> Sunny. That's 810.
0: 810
2: S-O-N-N-1. S-O-N-N-1. <laughs> yeah, my name Bumbo. is Bumbo. Yeah. so you yeah. can come take a look at my reviews too uh,
0: and that's uh, that's about it so until next time I'm Alex I'm Peter I'm Aiden and this was Predator V Movies uh, see you next week
1: Pew <laughs> <laughs>